the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to Abolition Radio, the broadcast outreach of Love Never Fails, inviting you to join the fight to end human trafficking. Look in the eyes to see. Look in me straight to leave. You give me all I need. So give me courage to believe. Each week, Abolition Radio sheds light on the darkness of modern slavery, celebrates the work of abolitionists who are fighting for freedom, and equips the church to engage in the work of justice with hope rooted in God's Word. Our goal is to see a radio audience become an army of gospel activists. You're in the neighborhoods we live in. You're in the ones we're passing by. You're in the ones we call our neighbors. And the ones who still sleep are Now here's the host of Abolition Radio, founder and executive director of Love Never Fails, Vanessa Russell. Thanks, Dave, and welcome to Abolition Radio, the broadcast outreach of Love Never Fails. I'm really excited today. We have two great, great, great youth leaders here with Love Never Fails and here in the Bay Area. But before we go there, I want to welcome also who is on her way, our fearless leader and host, Vanessa Russell, who's online. Hey, Vanessa. Hi there. Hi, Benita. And hi to our guests. Sorry I'm not in person, but I will be soon. (laughs) Yes, yes, and we're excited to see you. We have in the studio today two young ladies who are taking what they have to offer and wanting to make a difference in the fight against human trafficking. And that is, first we have Jamie Navidad. She's a senior at Mercy High School, San Francisco. And she will be graduating here really, really soon. And she will be attending San Francisco State University, where she wants to continue in the fight against trafficking there. She uh, wants to pursue psychology, a major in psychology. And welcome, Jamie. Thank you. And we also have another young by the name of Jalen Young. And and that was not a play on words. That was not meant to be a play on words there. But Jamie, Jalen, excuse me, is um, a member of Art Alive Movement. And it's a positive, how do I put it, positive center of artists. And they create events. And she's just off the chain, off off the chain, great in what she does. And welcome, Jalen. What's up, what's up? <laughs> well, <laughs> I'm excited to have both of you. Um, Jamie has been, she got her feet wet this school year with YCAT, our Youth Commission Against Trafficking. And um, she has done, I know, at least one event with us. It was, tell us about that event again. Um, Ignite, wasn't yes. it? Ignite, Ignite Girls. Um, it was a conference for women and 
women like advocating groups and organizations and we went there to promote Love Never Fails. Um, when we were there, we heard speakers as well as um, interacting with um, members from the community and just uh, big uh, supporters of women in yes. general. I love that conference. I um, Vanessa and I, remember that conference, Vanessa? We yeah, did it. Is that the one in Berkeley? It was, I don't know where it was this year, but you and I went to Berkeley to that yeah, conference. Yeah, I love that conference. I though. did, we, too. We had an opportunity to meet with the mayor of Compton last time, who was yes. the keynote speaker. That's right. And so inspired by her. And um, and so, oh, I'm so great that, I'm so glad that you got to do that, Jamie. Yeah, it was really fun. Yeah. Was there any, any uh, particular speaker that was... Um, uh, you know, that stood out to you? I don't I don't recall her name, but I do remember she was an actress, like an mm. Oscar-nominated actress, mm. who spoke about her passion in helping, like, end human trafficking as well. Oh. And her Is it Ashley Judd? I think so. Okay. Ashley Judd there? I, th- I think she, uh, you know, she's very active in Berkeley, um... She's attending Berkeley at the moment, so oh, okay. Um, and she specializes, in, or she's focusing on social justice. So I was just wondering if that was who it was. But anyway, cool. Yeah, that's great, 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 great. So tell us some of the things. Um, I know Mercy is really into justice, right? Mm-hmm. And and the the fight for justice for all. Could you tell us more of what you've learned there in that regard? At and maybe how it has lended to fighting trafficking. Well, to begin, like Mercy High School is an all-girls high school. Yes. So female empowerment in general is always emphasized. Um, we have a whole course in social justice. So we learn about the importance of incorporating religion and like working those um, those beliefs mm-hmm. into your community okay. in order to make it a, a better place. So... You know, like feed the stranger and and like shelter and just all those things that like God did to the people. Okay. Just kind of want to enforce that as well. Okay. So we go out in the community and we we do that. Great, great. So um, I was under the understanding from oh, what is the the dance teacher's name? Miss Nolfi, Jenny Nolfi. Yes, yes, yes. I was under the understanding that maybe last year. You guys started a, a anti-trafficking. You really had some uh, education around trafficking. Yes. So we were we do an all-school book mm-hmm. every single year. And last year we did... Uh, yeah, Height? Was it... Um, oh, what's his name? Continue. Go ahead. It'll come back to me. It was about... Well, in general, we'll, we always do a theme for every year with the books. Okay. and. They always have some underlying meaning about, like, female empowerment and, okay. like, how they, like, work for society. Um, last year's book was about this girl who, like, sadly she was, like, in the streets and she was, like, found. She had to, like, you know, go into prostitution and stuff. So um, be, after that, we decided to get a little bit more in debt this year. Okay. And get a little bit more educated on it. So we attended the Human Trafficking Conference in San Francisco back yes. in November. That's where we met. That's where we met. Yeah. 
And when we met you guys, we were well. Our first goal was to get a keynote speaker for our V Day assembly. Right. That's an annual like celebration we have in school. And that's the second time we met. That's the second time <laughs> we met. Yeah. yeah. And we had the opportunity to meet very wonderful keynote speakers in that conference. And after that, we just wanted to bring it back to school mm-hmm. and to basically show the girls that there is a different, you know, reality be- yes. from what you are seeing, you know. Right. So right. I think after that assembly that we had for V-Day, many of the girls were very interested and they were very much like moved by what they saw and what they heard. So I, I'm pretty sure next year they're going to continue that. That's great. Yeah. We're hoping, Vanessa, just so that you know that um, to do a walkathon on that end of the the Bay Area and get Mercy to really push that and help us with that up in oh, the San perfect. Francisco area. Because, oh, that would be wonderful. Yeah, <laughs> they, have the, they have not only the support but the interest and um, the counselor there who is over the outreach, she really, really wants to get involved. So we're really excited about that and that taking and to have an alumnus come back to kind of help with those activities. That would be great. That would be great. You know, and I just I just wanted to make one point what you said. I'm glad that you were able to bring things back from uh, FS. SF Cats conference to the school because we know I you mentioned uh, a girl and prostitution. Mm-hmm. We know right that um, anyone under the age of eight, eighteen cannot be a prostitute. A child cannot be a prostitute, but she was exploited. Yeah. So I just wanted to to make that point and remind the audience of that that child and prostitution can't happen. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. So good job. Was that book sold by chance? Was that the name of it by Patricia McKissick? No. Okay. We're going to think of that book. But before we go to break, Jalen, I want you to share how, what is it? Tell us more about Art Alive Movement. So Art Alive Movement is a event production company slash promotion company where we host and create shows for positive centered artistry, right? So um, we are... As a generation of young people and young adults, we're kind of plagued by fear, fear of man, and um, that kind of limits us from our um, ability to have freedom of Mm self-expression. So Art Alive Movement provides platforms and venues for artists to come and showcase their talent. So we want to be able to like share enlivening messages, Um, some positive, but it's mainly Mm faith-based. Um, so it's how do we use creative arts in a way to let people know, like, hey, there is a cool God, like, his name is Jesus, he's so dope, right? Yeah. And um, how do we uh, form and cultivate the artistic community around biblical uh, biblical beliefs? Wow, we're going to stop right there, and we're going to come back for another segment of Abolition Radio, and we're going to pick up right there. I love it, love it, love it. Thank you so much, and thank you for listening to Abolition Radio, the broadcast outreach of Love Never Fails. We'll be right back. We'll be back with more Abolition Radio right after these messages. Welcome back to Abolition Radio, where you are invited to join the fight against human trafficking. And welcome back to another segment of Abolition Radio, the broadcast outreach of Love Never Fails. And just before break, we were talking um, with Jalen 
about Art Alive movement. And you were sharing how you、uh, are an event production company. Tell us more. So,、um, we host and create shows for positive centered artistry, right? So,、mm-hmm. that's a multiplicity of artistic expression. So, that's either from dancing to hip hop to spoken word to life, paint, I mean, any kind of form of、um, artistry. So, like, let's say typically、um, we will have events, and sometimes our events will pretty much,、uh, as far as attendance, like the venue kind of Dictates that、yeah. in a sense. So, if we have a smaller venue, let's say of like 50 people, 50 people will come. And if we have a bigger venue where 700 people will come and 700 people will come. So, it just depends on the artist that we're bringing out.、Right. And so,、um, it's, 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 it's live, it's thriving, it's,、yeah. it's, it's popping.、Um, I've, heard, I've heard that they have been really popping. I haven't attended one yet <laughs> myself, but I have heard that from several, several people. So, how do you get the events? So, either I create them, like、okay. I have a, a, a team of people who,、um, you know, we, we meet and all that good stuff. And so they're part of Art Alive movement. And so we, we just plan out the year. We, we say, hey, what do we want to do? Who do we want to bring out?、Okay. Do we want to focus on outside artists or do we want to focus on local artists? And、okay. what can we do? How can we execute?、Um, What's our, like, our vision for the show? Like, so each of these shows have a theme. Okay.、Um, and so, as of lately, I've been, like, for an example, a lot of bars, like, bars,、mm-hmm. you know,、mm-hmm. and lounges would hit us up, like, hey, can you guys come and do a show? And so, at first, we're like, yeah, it's kind of a bar, but it, 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 Gives us the opportunity、mm-hmm. to actually do what our mission is and to do what our vision is,、yes. um, in terms of being a light in dark places, right? Yeah. And yeah. so、I、we're at these、that. bars, and、um, they're like, hey, can you, you know what I mean? Can you do like an hour or like two hours? And so you have this awesome live music from, from all over the Bay Area. Um, you know, within, but that's just one kind of segment. We also,、right. we also create shows too. And、okay. just in terms of like, you know, we go to churches, we go to music venues, we go anywhere we're wanted. And or if, I'm, if, if we're like, hey, this would be like a cool place to do a concert, we're、right. going to reach out. This is what we're about. And nine、cool. times out of ten, they're like, yeah, we w i t it. We w i t it. Okay, so, good.、Yeah. I'm, I'm so excited because you. Um, two of your people are going to be at the open mic. Yeah. Coming up here yeah. pretty soon. Yeah. And so I'm excited to hear them. Yeah.、I'm, oh, I'm, so you guys do、uh, spoken word or you、yeah. sing or what do you guys do? Yeah. So、um, I'm sorry, I cut you off. What were you saying? She was asking, what, what,、uh, do what, do? what do、yeah. we do? What do we do? So、uh, we do spoken word, like I mentioned before. We also do hip hop. We also do some dancing, some break dancing.、Um, for the up. For, so, our last show we had,、uh, there was like a, like a,、uh, a hip hop band. We also had like a jazz quartet.、Ooh. We had、um, some spoken word, and it was kind of themed around Black Lives Matter because、mm-hmm. it was in Black History Month. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.、Um, so, that was cool. And then, so,、uh, like, as far as our team, there's, there's like, Kind of two aspects of it. You have like the core team, which is kind of for events and planning. And then you have the artist division who,、um, if I say, hey, can you go out and perform or can you、oh, do this?、Cool. Can you do that? They'll do it. I also do art myself, but、yeah. I've been kind of hiding behind 
events <laughs> lately, so I haven't been a chance. I haven't had the chance to say, you know, let's put all eggs into one basket and you know, Jalen, the artist is here, but um, <laughs> I, I feel like this is a season for me where I'm more of kind of helping el- like elevate other people into their mm-hmm. artistry mm-hmm. and being able to provide artist development and, you know, kind of being their cheerleader. Like you can okay. do it. Yeah. Well, you're sitting next to a budding artist. That's awesome. She has um, mentioned that, that she's, she's s- s- dipping her feet into spoken word. Am I right? <laughs> Um, well, I've, I've dabbled <laughs> in it before. Good, um, good, good, good. Yeah, I don't think I'm, like, up to par yet. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's the thing about it, though. Like, never try to compare, you know? You yeah. gotta, everybody has an inner artist inside of them. And so being able to see yourself as a creator, you you create on your on your levels, you know? Love it, love it. So that means just do it, right? So <laughs> like get out there and do it. We appreciate both of you in that regard. Vanessa, were you about to say something? Oh no, I was just uh, wondering what what Jalen does in terms of her own art form. So it sounds like it's um, a painting. Is that right, or is it drawing? No, um, I started out uh, playing the drums, and then from the drums, I went to. Uh, the guitar, and then from the guitar, I went to the piano. Two months ago, I picked up a saxophone. Oh like, my <laughs> goodness! Uh, yes, okay. if I could yes. just play music for the rest of my days without having to do anything, I would. I would do that. <laughs> That's not an ideal world. So, <laughs> hey, 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 hey! I understand. I understand. You know, I I just remembered uh, Vanessa an event that you know of that Jalen produced. Remember when our dear friend um, Christopher was leaving last year and he had his farewell um, event? That was ah. that was an event that Jalen um, produced. Wow, and I missed it. And I missed so it that too. Was not, that I was know. not cool. I know, both of us. <laughs> both of us. But we, he and I talked this week, so we're going to be getting together here pretty soon um, via via messaging. So... He's doing well, but so Hi, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> so so ladies, what do you see or how do you see the arts or um, the arts in Jalen's case, the arts in your case, too, Jamie, but in any other sphere, how do you see um, working with that to fight traffic? Well, I, well, I grew up in San Francisco, which is also a very thriving city, like filled with art mm-hmm. in general. So I, the way that they incorporated to like voice a big movement, um, including human trafficking, the fight against human trafficking and some other smaller movements as well. Like it just brings a touch of a humanity, I guess, in the yes. way, you know, it, it allows people to interact with each other and to educate each other. Through art and through like the different genres of art, basically. So right, right, cool. How about you, Jalen? I would like to implement and incorporate like more shows centered and catered to um, helping raise funds for some nonprofit organizations around here to um, help help with awareness, but also be able to help raise funds. Yes, yes, and believe me. In this fight, both the awareness piece as well as the raising funds is a dire need. 
right, for all of us. So we're going to do some brainstorming on that and um, make that happen because it's a definite need, definite need. Wouldn't you say so, Vanessa? Absolutely. I mean, I think, um, you know, when we lend ourselves, especially through an artistic uh, lens, Mm -hmm. when we lend our voice to the fight, um, it does more than just inform it it, it uh, inspires uh, people to get active mm-hmm. it triggers the heart yes in places that words can't um, can't touch yes many times and so and and honestly you know this issue of human trafficking is a heart issue um, there's a whole lot of intellectualization of the of the of the topic you know stats and you know, it's happening to these people in this region and so on and so forth. But at the end of the day, it's happening to our brothers and our sisters. Yes. Um, and this is about, you know, as Jamie said, this is this is about, um, you know, caring. It's a humanitarian issue. It's about caring about our brothers and sisters. And um, I think art is the perfect way to reacquaint people yes. with their heart yes. um, and, and inspire them to move forward. Yes. Well, we're going to continue this conversation in a minute when we come right back with another segment of Abolition Radio. We'll be right back. We'll be back with more Abolition Radio right after these messages from our sponsors. Welcome back to Abolition Radio, where you are invited to join the fight against human trafficking. And welcome back to Abolition Radio, the broadcast outreach of Love Never Fails. We're in the studio today with some awesome women that are taking charge and uh, really doing something about human trafficking. Um, and I'm so excited um, to be in studio because I was kind of rolling out. I got stuck with some little side traffic <laughs> on the way in, but it didn't stop us. No, that's right. You can't stop us now. Okay, we're on the move. So, oh, that was a different show, huh? Okay, so we were Lord talking about us. things that we're going to do to just blow up the Bay Area and really make sure that everyone's aware of human trafficking. You were talking about. Um, from San Francisco standpoint, go doing something as it relates to the Mission Culture Center, which, by the way, I used to um, take dance classes there. I used to take Afro-Haitian and um, jazz and wasn't very good. at. <laughs> so, I mean, those the people in those classes are no joke. So uh, just shout out to Mission uh, Culture Center and those that are in classes there because it's like going to some professional wow. venue for yeah. a class. But in any case, what were you thinking there? Um, We were talking about like art and like our cities and local artists. Well, Mission Cultural Center like popped to my mind because yeah. it's like a hub in San Francisco for local artists and mm. local teachers and just the community to come together. Like they hold many like big events like the carnival as well. Mm. And, you know, I just remembered that. Yeah. And so to your point, right, Benita, mm-hmm. about using the gifts yep. that you have and the connections you have and yep. the place where God put you. Everybody <laughs> can do something. Right. Because we all have something that we care for, that we, that we do, uh, 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 hobby or whatever, we all can uh, put use our gifts to fight this thing. That's right. Yeah, I mean, and and we're really big on um, 
empowerment, you know, just really seeing the gift that's in you and empowering you Mm -hmm. to go off and do that. Um, Because we recognize that I had the good fortune of meeting with uh, Nola Brantley uh, this past week, and um, she's a leader in this space, you know, Mm -hmm. uh, the Harriet Tubman of uh, human trafficking, so to speak, of modern day slavery. And, and, um, you know, she was saying that the only way and I couldn't agree with her more. The only way that we're going to solve this issue is, number one, by activating the young people and by building relationships and mm-hmm. bridges mm-hmm. Um, around, you know, these gifts, around these abilities, around these interests, points of interest. And um, and so I'm super excited that you guys are here and you're motivated and you're inspired to do something. Young yes. people. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Um, what you trying to say, though? No. no. <laughs> oh, Okay. <laughs> No, I know I'm but looking I a little tired no, today. No, but. no, no, no. <laughs> okay. No, no, no. I, I love the young people. Uh, yes. <laughs> That's why you love them. Yes. <laughs> okay. Yes. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> so Jalen, we lined you up. While I was driving in, I was taking some notes. <laughs> I was like, oh, we going to hook, hook you this You were driving while you was taking oh, yeah. notes? And, and makeup. Okay. You got to multi okay. uh, No. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, sorry. Uh, officers that are listening. No. I, I'm I really, not promoting. I, no. <laughs> <laughs> do not do that. But um, I was thinking about um, the, you know, you mentioned earlier, Benita, Alameda County Fair. We go there yes. every year. We do yep. the LNF tour. Uh, so uh, we are, you know, th- thinking about what we're going to do there. Um, we're in the San Mateo County Fair this year. Mm-hmm. We've already been invited to do that with another group. Mm-hmm. And um, we're going to free to worship dance team is actually mm-hmm. going to come and do that. Um, we also, uh, you know, would love to get you out to our double portion community store, which is in Hayward. Um, and, you know, that's a place where we're educating the community about human trafficking. And we're also selling uh, clothing that and, and, and furniture that has been donated to us in order to support our 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 houses. And so there are, we have survivor leaders that are working there. And and we also have, um, you know, the proceeds going to the houses. So that's the connection back uh, to the fight. And we'd love to have some musicians um, come and, mm-hmm. you know, let's do a jazz set. Let's do a hip hop set. Let's do a, you know, let's let's make have a, a fun Friday. Yeah. Right? Yeah. A little fun Friday. Cool. That would be really that cool. Sounds awesome. Sounds, yeah. sounds needed. Yeah, yes, for sure. <laughs> for sure. Oh, my goodness. For sure. I, I knew they were going to be cute when I was driving and I was like, they sound so cute and so awesome. Like, and they are. Yes. Okay. So um, so these are things that we can do. I, I certainly would love to, um, you know, get cracking on that right away. I did want to switch gears a little bit on you. So you're a neuromuscular therapist mm-hmm. as well. Is that right, Jalen? Yes, so tell me, tell us about that. Cause I think, you know, one of the things that I'm very interested in as well is uh, there's this duality that I have in my life that I thought was a burden for, for a while. Like I, I work and I'm just being very forthcoming. I'm grateful for my, my day job, which provides, like my husband says, honey, it's provision for the vision. So your day job is provision for the vision. But it's interesting because it's kind of like a right brain, left brain thing where I'm doing that stuff that I'm doing at Cisco and it's all about business and 
It's not very much of my artistic stuff or my humanitarian stuff coming in. And somehow it creates balance for me um, when I that my life isn't all social work, isn't all, uh, you know, being in the streets. And even though I think that's what I want to do full time, there's that balance. And so when I saw that you were doing this neuromuscular therapy, I thought, wow, is it a similar scenario or is it is it a, is it a, also an equal passion for you to art? It is. So neuromuscular therapy is kind of like a, it's adjacent to physical therapy. So it's a it's a rehab it's a rehabilitative type of body work, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so I look at it as healing arts. Mm. So uh, being a part of one's healing. Um, on, I, I guess on a physical level, um, and then the creative arts, right? So I I, I see it as both art, um, very different though. And so um, as well as I have my passions, you know, I, I, like you like you talked about the vision for the provision. So I'm also in school for physical therapy, or uh, like almost there. So I have a couple more semesters at the local college, um, and then I have a couple more semesters left, and then I'll be able to transfer to SF State. So continue with the whole physical therapy stuff so <laughs> she lit um, up when you said that. i definitely have a passion for being a part of one's healing um and then mm. also have a passion for being a part of one's healing as far as this like the soul because creative arts feeds your mm-hmm. soul yes yeah and see and see this is the thing and i want the listening audience to catch this mm-hmm. right it's like we can be in our day jobs And we can compartmentalize Mm. and we can say this has nothing to do with my passions or my gifts, or we can try to unfold what we're doing and say, how does this connect back? And we can ask the question in our prayer time. Uh, We can reflect on it and say, how does this connect back? And maybe Mm -hmm. for a while you might think, oh, it's the provision for the vision. I actually have had so much revelation about, like, for example, uh, we're using Cisco technology to uh, to educate, uh, you know, thousands, 110,000 teachers in California. Who would have thought? Had I not been working at Cisco to know that these capabilities exist, had I not been inclined to know about technology, mm-hmm. I wouldn't have thought of let's use a cloud-based platform to deliver curriculum and collaborate collaborative um, uh, connections to all these teachers in order to prevent human trafficking. That would have never come up for me. And so it's a really it's a challenge. What do you think when you think about you know what your major is? And what you're pursuing in your professional life and then your passions. Is there a cross-section or do you keep them separate? Well, I mean, for me, I'm pursuing psychology for college. I'm also going to SF State. That's why I got so excited. (laughs) (laughs) And, like, for me, I always thought that everybody goes to the doctor to get their body checked up. But there's this whole stigma about, like, getting your mind and your Mm -hmm. mentality getting checked up. I mean, it's just as important. And I feel like it's just as important. So, I mean, I kind of want to combine that with my work with humanitarian efforts mm, mm-hmm. because I feel that many of the people in humanitarian efforts, like, they put they put their, their like, emotional state there, you know, and, like, mm-hmm. they suffer a lot of, like, emotional turmoil. Mm-hmm. So I feel like it's also important to take care of them 
while in the, in that circle. That self-care yeah. and that psychological mm-hmm. care. Yeah. That's cool. You know, when we come back, I'd like we're going to take a break, but I'd like to talk about that a little bit more, especially um, uh, in the African-American and Hispanic culture, because I noticed that we're having a big problem with, uh, you know, African-American, Hispanic um, survivors even uh, really being opposed to uh, taking medication, to uh, doing things, you know, seeing a, a cognitive therapist. It's like there's this stigma that's mm-hmm. associated with it. And um, because of that, people don't aren't doing the care, the self-care that I believe is, is so important. Also, I notice in the faith community, there's a similar stigma where you know, you, you, you're supposed to take your, your pain, me- uh, your, uh, you know, heart medication and your high blood pressure and your diabetes medication, but uh, don't, don't take any, you know, right. bipolar antidepressant right. medication because now you, because yeah. you lack faith. Yeah. Right. But it's like, wait, you can't have it both ways. If right. I, if I lack faith to take my mental health meds, then you lack faith to take your blood pressure medication, right. you know? And so. Uh, I'd love to just get your take on that. You know, you're going in the field. I'd love to hear what you think. So we'll be right back with another session of Abolition Radio. We'll be back with more Abolition Radio right after these messages. Welcome back to Abolition Radio, where you are invited to join the fight against human trafficking. And welcome back to Abolition Radio, the broadcast outreach of Love Never Fails. We're in the studio today with Jamie Navidad and Jalen Young. Young Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> oh and, and Anita Hopkins. Yeah. Woo. You know, and, I just want to jump in really uh-huh. fast. Vanessa, you, you were mentioning how, um, you know, how by working at Cisco and, you know, it's all about the business and the business and that side of you. But I wanted to to bring up a point that, for some of us, you know, we are in this fight and well, what is it about human trafficking that, you know, sparks me or what is that passion? Where does that come from? And I was that person for the longest time. I didn't understand why. What is it that why do I carry this burden for this pe- these people and in the awareness pieces and and working on educating and, and finding out about the abuse and not even realizing that I'm a victim of emotional abuse. And yeah. finding that, for me, finding that and then dealing with that yeah. and knowing how to deal with that has been what has come out Life of it changing. for me. Yeah. Right. So kind of the flip side of what you're saying. Well, I think it's actually the same. It's you're You're sitting there and you're, well, for me... You know, coming from an impoverished background, being in foster care and abused and all mm-hmm. that, I knew straight up why I was working with uh, this population mm-hmm. uh, because they were they're my people. They're right. they, you know. But I think you also are thinking, well, how does God? Why? Why do you? Why did you put me in this other type of job that's mm-hmm. not related to what I think my gift is or right. my passion is? So that's where I was coming from with that. But then now, you, the, the piece you're adding in here is. You know, not only do we sometimes not know why we b- belong in in this from the standpoint that we're assigned to a different type of work, mm-hmm. but also we might not even have that experience right. of living, having lived in in you know very harsh poverty right. or having been uh, like 
let's say, overtly abused. Right, right. But, but what we don't realize is what draws us to the issue is that under underlying abuse, mm-hmm. that, that hidden abuse yes. that we weren't, w- w- maybe we become aware of in our journey, which right. is what happened to you. Yeah. I still remember the day when you had oh that epiphany yes. and you just pulled me aside and said, oh my gosh. Yes. Yeah. It's me. Yeah. It yeah. happened to me. Yep. And I was like, whoa, that's yeah. deep. And I too have had many, uh, you know, just realizations that this is more, uh, more real than I thought it was. Yeah. This, this hits home at a much deeper level than yes. I ever thought it did. Yeah. You know, I didn't used to, I, as a matter of fact, none of my girlfriends, I just went on a walk with a couple of my girlfriends that I've known since childhood. And I was talking about my testimony and that I, you know, I was in foster care and then she goes, I never knew because I never told anybody because hmm. that was, you know, before I was, that was when I was two years old. Right. So I didn't tell anybody, but right. you know, how many times are we sitting there with this, this desire right. to, to, to help and not even know it's because there's a pain in us right. that has to be that revealed. Needs to be revealed. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. So you, you look like you want to say something. <laughs> Is that hitting home with you? I mean, I agree. I think that it's very important to realize that we all hold some like undiscovered truth mm. about ourselves. Mm-hmm. And like I always tell my family this, you know, there's challenges ahead of you, but all those challenges will like open up another part of you, you know, mm. and you'll learn from them and you'll discover new things about yourself and you'll be able to look back at it and analyze it and just, you know, reflect on it so yeah you know are you sure you're a high school senior <laughs> yeah <laughs> wow <laughs> i wish wow well and you know it's it's interesting because um for me the journey about with this with fighting against human trafficking is very much about um coming out of denial in our mm-hmm. country mm-hmm. coming out of denial in our families coming out to the realization that we are very comfortable as a group, as a country, as as a as people, um, and and I don't even know if it's a country thing. It's a heart thing. It's a condition of the heart where we're comfortable using someone else to mm. make us feel better. Mm. Yes, you know, using up someone else mm. to satisfy our own needs. Yeah, and at the at the end of the day, it's from that root cause of selfishness. Mm. And from a lack of love for people, honoring people as more than yourself, you know, biblical principles, considering others better, more important than yourself. It's abandoning those principles mm-hmm. and denying, um, you know, the, 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 these truths, universal truths that keep us in bondage. So coming out of those denials mm-hmm. where, you know, and getting to those hidden truths to say, where was I denied? Right. Where was I hurt? Mm-hmm. Taking ownership of those hurts yeah. and saying, it stops here. I'm not going to continue right. to perpetrate this. That's right. I'm not going to continue to be part of the problem. I'm going to be part of the solution. So I'm over here trying to preach, but. Um, <laughs> and Jalen uh, is like soaking, soaking it, it all in. Yeah. <laughs> what you got to say, Jalen? Yeah, I see Jaylen, that look on your on. face. I see that look on your face. Jalen, come on, come to, come, no. come to the mic. No. <laughs> We, we go there a lot. Yeah. We go there a lot. I get it. I get yeah. It. Yeah. So, you know, and, and it, it gets touchy. It gets very emotional. And mm-hmm. I think 
you know, at the end of the day, um, we have we we have the right to progress through that process mm-hmm. at our own pace yeah. mm-hmm. and with the support system that we need. Right. Um, but it just feels good to be able to drum your way through it, don't it? To be able to uh, analyze your way through mm-hmm. it, to to think about the, you know, the the ways that in which our brain works, whatever your process is, mm-hmm. sing your way, play mm-hmm. your way, piano, mm-hmm. you know violin just mm-hmm. get your way through it mm-hmm. that's why i love the arts yeah because man if i didn't if i didn't have dance mm-hmm. to for me is you know it's now dance it used to be singing when i was growing up right yeah, yeah. you say symphony is your therapy isn't it oh my goodness yeah so much so mm-hmm. and just allowing it to be my therapy these days yeah and um it's a good thing Mm-hmm. It, it is a good thing, you know, and for the listening audience, we say often and and I'll just say it again, using what you have. Yeah, because in your case, you say dance mm-hmm. was that avenue for you. Look what dance built I know. for us because of dance. There is a love never fails. So true. So true. You know, and that you just never know. That's so true. Yeah, when I when I decided to, um, so you know you know the story. I was grew up in San Francisco, uh, at city nights, every faithful city nights attendee, every Thursday, Friday, Saturday, <laughs> and Sunday, and try to pull a double on some mm-hmm. other clubs while mm-hmm. I was out there. I mean, dance like crazy, uh, and just had a great time at it. But there came a time when I gave my life to the Lord. And I, um, I said, I'm not going to dance anymore because that's, that's behind me. You know, I don't want to be out, you know, cause I have a backbone problem. So, um, we'll just leave it there. <laughs> but, uh, you know, I said, well, I'm not going to do it anymore. I could, but you know, the Lord did, he redeemed and restored mm-hmm. my dance mm-hmm. because I was dancing to bring attention to myself, dancing to please the eyes of others dancing for my own selfish gain. And the Lord had to clean that out of me and say, no, you're going to dance for me now. And so when he cleaned it out, he gave me the kid, he gave me the young ladies and the young men that I was teaching dance. And then one of my, one of my dance students was actually sold into human trafficking in 2010. And uh, my 15 year old students. And like you said, Mm -hmm. love never fails was birthed Birthed, through that. And so just imagine something that was once used Mm. to actually perpetuate exploitation Mm. was actually used to, I mean, the songs that I I would hang my hat on, the lyrics in those songs Mm -hmm. where I would go, hey, that's my song, Mm -hmm. (laughs) is the exact opposite of what I'm doing today. Genesis 5020. That's it. Woo. Yep. All right. Well, we're going to go to break. Okay. We've got events going on. Um, if you got events that you'd like to promote, we can bring that up in the next segment. Um, and just thanks so much to all of you as you go as we go to break. We just encourage you take a minute to think about what gifts are stored up inside of you. And thank you for listening to Abolition. We'll be back with more Abolition Radio right after these messages from our sponsors. Welcome back to Abolition Radio, where you are invited to join the fight 
against human trafficking. First, I want to just thank Jamie and Jalen for uh, coming on the show. We really mm-hmm. appreciate you. Uh, we do have some events that Jalen wanted to share. Yes, uh, there's a couple of events coming up. There's one event in June, June 9th that's going to be held at San Francisco Piano Fight. So check that out. Um, it's going to be some local artists and also some artists from L.A. And then we have another show on June 23rd that's going to be in L.A. And so we have um, Sean C. Johnson and Drew Becks from Canada and Sean C. Johnson from Oklahoma. Um, Oklahoma. Uh, he's done stuff with Kirk Franklin. He's done stuff with uh, Lecrae and all those guys. Um, June 24th, we have uh, Jay Givens. Shauncee Johnson and Drew Becks also coming out. Um, the, church, the church is called First Presbyterian Church of Hayward. Um, and then August 4th is uh, Jonathan McReynolds. He's going to come out yeah. here. Um, yeah. So stay tuned. Stay August tuned. 4th? Okay. August 4th. Oh, got it. We'll be just all excited. Oh, um, <laughs> it sounds like May, LNF will have a table. Yes. Ne- next month, May 19th, um, we have a show. My f- Actually... Yeah, yeah, that's, that's going to be a nice show. So you'll tell Benita how we can get involved. In yeah. That. Okay, okay, cool. Good. And we'll put it on our Facebook page for everybody to see. On uh, the 27th, this coming Thursday at Betty Ono Gallery, um, Alameda County's Sexually Exploited Minors Awareness Week, 8th Annual Open Mic. So come on out, support the youth. It's at 1427 Broadway in Oakland from 6 to 10. Um, we are one of those sponsors of that event. So please come on out. And the next day at Grace Cathedral, we really need everyone to purchase their tickets for Music of the Spheres. Mm. It's a um, magical night of music, feasting, and social good. The proceeds benefit Protect, our education program, and Visayan. So come on out. Um, You can go to our website and Get on the link to purchase your tickets. We really would love to see you. And last but not least, on the 6th of May, Out of Egypt is having a prayer event mm-hmm. at Cambrian Methodist Church. And we will be participating then. As as a matter of fact, I'll be playing my violin. And that will be oh, nice. in San Jose from 6 to 8 at Cambrian Methodist Church there. Excellent. Hey, I just wanted to mention that the um, Stellium event uh, you know, just putting things into context. So we're we're talking with San Francisco Unified about the possibility of educating all fifth graders in San Francisco. Yay. That's four thousand one hundred and I think eighty four fifth graders wow. in San Francisco. The cost to do that is eleven thousand three hundred dollars to put get protect in front of all of those students so that they can protect themselves mm-hmm. and their community can protect them from human trafficking. Yeah, like early age. Early age. We yeah. know the average age is twelve to fourteen. So getting them in the fifth grade, we don't talk about human trafficking because you don't have to. We talk about safe people, safe choices, and safe places. Mm-hmm. And so $11,300, if you buy a ticket to the Stellium event, wow. we can actually solve that for San Francisco. Wow. So I urge you, go to our website, go to Facebook. Our website is loveneverfailsus.com. Our Facebook page, um, go to the Stellium page. And buy your tickets mm-hmm. uh, and let's solve this issue in San Francisco today. That would be great. That would be great. And you can always help us by going to our website and uh, click on million, be a million, be one of a million ways to fight trafficking. It's only a dollar. A dollar a month. And a dollar a month. Share that with the next person to give a dollar a month. We can get the million people very easily that way and that goes a long way to help us 
So thank you so much for listening today. And um, of course, if you haven't heard it from us uh, before or today, we want you to know that you are loved. Thanks for joining us this week on Abolition Radio. We trust that you've been inspired by these stories of hope and survival and that you'll accept our challenge to get involved by contacting us at abolitionradio.org, by liking and sharing our page on Facebook, Facebook slash Abolition Radio, or by making a contribution directly to Love Never Fails. Abolition Radio is the broadcast outreach of Love Never Fails, which is a donor-supported, nonprofit ministry that Vanessa founded as a way of directly impacting the lives of young people who are trapped in or at risk of becoming involved in sex trafficking. This broadcast needs your involvement and support. To find out more, simply go to abolitionradio.org and click on Love Never Fails. Today's program was brought to you in part by Case Industries and with major support from the staff and membership and donors at Faith Fellowship Church. Our theme song, Courage to Believe, is by Justin McRoberts. Hear more about his passion for justice and art at justinmcroberts.com. And this is Dave Naderhood. On behalf of Vanessa, Benita, and the whole team at Love Never Fails, thanks for listening, and thanks even more for taking action to help set captives free. You're in the neighborhoods we live in You're in the ones we're passing by You're in the ones we call our neighbors And the ones who still sleep our eyes Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency Knew all the government's dirty secrets He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.